0: Welcome to the Tilly Effect, Perfect Imperfections Podcast with Tilly Lace. So welcome again to the studio. I am your host, Tilly Lace, and I will be taking you on a perfectly imperfect journey. So get on board the fun bus, strap in, because we are about to take off. Oh my gosh. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hello, 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 everybody joining me today. I'm a little excited if you can't tell. Um, I'm going to share something with you. Um, It's kind of the majority of my life in, rolled up into a little ball, and I've constructed it into this story for you. So I am going to share, and I hope that it resonates with you in some way um, for you to realise that you also have a story and that you can feel proud about your journey, even um, the downsides sides. So my downsides are pretty much my upsides now. So I had to go down those paths, the ones that I classified as the negative ones and the ones that I didn't want in my past to get, to the upsides, which are now basically all intertwined into one. So I've now constructed this story for you. I am going to share it is titled how a glass jar and about 200 buttons built my future excited to share this okay here i go (laughs) first first i need to get myself sorted and that's okay imperfections are welcome so i wanted to share with you how I became successful just by being imperfect. And what I mean by that is, I become so perfect at having imperfections that I decided to use this as a major tool in my life to grow and eventually turn into a job. Oh my gosh, Becky, look at her butt. This stuff, this stuff excites me so much because I've basically turned my journey into my future. So I'm not really continuing my journey in the same way. I've sat down, analyzed it, and I've now turned it into my story for my present and my future. So I am excited to share this. So I'll start at the start. When I was young, I always had um, a desire to grow into this amazing person. What that meant to me at the time, I had no idea. But I can tell you that ball of magic festered in me year after year, and it got stronger and stronger. And it all started with a glass jar and about 200 buttons. Let me share. I was always creative from as far back as I can remember. When I was about six, I think I was about six, I was quite young. My mum used to work at a fabric store. I used to love going in there when I was little. It was so fun. It was so exciting and it felt like a big playground. One that I could hide behind massive rolls of fabric and look at all of the pretty things. All of those sparkly things that us girls just love it was a little girl's dream when I was little my mum used to give me a jar of buttons and I would play with it for hours so the jar of buttons she had was um, well bits and pieces of stuff she would collected over the years or she'd bought or she used to sew so she used to make stuff And she'd somehow accumulated this, quite a big jar of buttons. She did inform me in later life. She gave me a story. And I've always held this really close to my heart because it really tied in my life story. So she told me in later life that I would tip them all out onto the floor and then I would like put them into groups of three and then I would tip them all back in and then when I would tip them out again and I would like put them into groups of four and I would put them all back in again. This is like a child that grew up disliking mathematics. It's the next part. It's the next part that gets me excited. So there was one very exciting part of this story that I was unaware of for years. My mum has only told me within the last probably 10 years. Mum told me that I would tip them all out and then color code them. What the hell? This is a six year old already starting to form Her future, this intrigued me dearly. Like a little six-year-old teaching herself about colour. But little did I know, I would grow up to become an interior designer, an artist, a photographer and a visual merchandiser. All of this around colour and creativity, so cool, I get so excited when I look back at my life, so instead of focusing on all the things that were crappy, I can now focus on the things that excite me and and actually formed part of who I am and that really intrigues me because, as a young child, it was already starting and and I had no idea until my mum actually shared this information with me, which was really cool so when I was at primary school, I had like big dreams of becoming a, fa- a fashion designer. I also knew that I had to keep feeding this desire inside me so that I could find my path. Just as the glass jar of buttons grew with um, odds and ends, so did my desires. This, this is what I must do. To become successful, I told myself, I also must learn how to talk. (laughs) Successful, let's just say that again. Feed off the things that I need to grow. Okay, that's powerful. Write that down, put it on your jotter. I worked as a color consultant and an interior designer for many of my working years and I did have a lot of fun doing this. After such time, I I did, however, start to notice that things were becoming stale for me. I got bored, and this is why. Everyone was doing the same color palettes because they became scared of color and what other people thought about their surroundings. So when I used to work in a paint shop, we had an ongoing joke about this. We used to call it, this is when I was a color consultant, we used to call it 50 Shades of Grey. So I'm sure that you can relate to this. You were probably through that period as we all were. And this came after the brown and coffee phase, of course. And it's it's still here. <laughs> shades of grey. But what really concerned me is that people started to live in their own homes, in their own sanctuary for other people. This makes no sense to me whatsoever. It's your home. You put things where you want. You, You don't dress it to impress other people because how often are other people there? You live there every day. You know, like have it how you want it. It's a little bit of a different story when, you, um, when you're reselling the house because you are showing it to um, potential investors or buyers. So therefore you do have to meet their demands. But whilst you're living in this environment, it's yours. So, so put the things around you that you love and, that, and lift you up in energy because this is the inside of your house is like a hug, a big warm hug, and I love that. Anyway, this really put me into a spin. How was I supposed to fulfill my purpose if clients had gone numb? To color, I mean. I would often look at the psychological approach behind the decisions that the public was making and simply ask myself, I wonder why these people are scared of colour. Like I I asked myself this question all of the time. I just didn't get it. So I did some research and found that people did like colour. They just didn't want to be surrounded by it. So in their homes, because it's harder for them to change the decorative space of their home and then obviously the cost. So if you go and paint, say you went and painted your whole house red and then in six months or 12 months' time you hated it, which you wouldn't do. I'm just using this as a concept. And that you hated it, obviously there's going to be time involved and there's going to be money. So this is what I found out. Not that everyone wanted to paint their house red, but it became an effort to inject color into their homes. So I thought, what about if people were to wear color? You, you always feel amazing in color and color psychology allows people to dress in whatever mood they're in, and you can express through color. Yes! That's it, I thought. This is it. This is my aha moment. I thought, I think i figured it out. Okay, so people don't want to be surrounded by attached colour, but they're okay to have it possibly in fashion form where it's flexible. So, this is what I set out to do. This way I could change the world and get everyone comfortable with color again in such a way that they can have diversity and changeability upon any mood they need to carry. How cool is that? I don't know if you're excited as much as I am, but that stuff excites me. So I thought long and hard and came up with a strategy. I will create a website where I can offer some crazy fun fabric designs and put them onto clothing so that people can dress up crazy fun pair of leggings. They can dress up the leggings, they can dress up dresses, they can dress up tops or they can dress them down depending on their mood. So if this is still too crazy for people, Then I will also design a range of accessories so that they can still wear color, but they don't have to carry it around with them all day long. So I've basically got different stages of how you can invest color into your life. So I I set off, I created my website. It looked amazing. I spent so, 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 so many hours I cannot even, thousands, I cannot even, <laughs> probably, I never counted, but it'll be in the thousands. Thousands of hours and several years creating and adding to my website. And then I ended up realizing I had no idea how to drive people to my site. <laughs> so i gone to all this trouble and created this beautiful website and I literally have no idea how to drive people to this site. I didn't have a lot of money to pay somebody to do things like my SEO or anything like that. So it basically just sat there and I I tried to learn as much as I could myself and before I knew it, at least five or seven years had gone by. In between the five, five to seven years, I had suffered numerous bursts of depression because I just wanted to get this to work so badly that I got so overwhelmed trying to make it happen. So I would sort of like sabotage myself and walk away and it all would become too hard. After a little while, I felt like I was—I I kept getting pulled back to my designs on the website, a, a bit like um, the universe telling me not to give up, don't give up, just keep going. So, so this is what I did, and I'm going to do a whole segment on this, but this is what I did. So I started to map out where I wanted to go with, with this whole thing. Who my customer was I wanted to sell to and how could I simply add value and inspiration through creativity to other people. That is what I want to offer, want, wanted to offer people. The transformation that I have gained from this has been a really big eye-opener just from that young child with a big glass jar full of buttons predicting my future already and how creative I was going to end up but then also constructing it in a way where I can um Grow an income from it and and help and help others do the same thing, so when I sat down and looked at my timeline, it really is amazing what I have created and how i 've constructed my life, um, whereas in the past, I would often focus on um you know the bad things and how that didn't work, and how I was sucked from that job, and how I was made redundant here, and how I was ganged up on, and how my ex relationships treated me so bad that um, you know le- legally it could be passed as as illegal. Um, you know, there's been some 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 things in my life that I can classify as horrible, but the thing is that. All of those people that came into my life through any of those situations have helped me in some way get me to where I am now and will continue to help me get to the person that that I'm aiming to be in the near future and I'm not saying I'm unhappy with myself now I'm saying that my near future holds um, everything, all of my desires. So I know how hard I've worked even like as a child not knowing that I was doing that. And I think if you sat down and had a look at your timeline and pulled out all the negative things and actually had a look at who you were as a child and an adolescence and an adult and who you are now and where you wanna be, you will see a pattern. It's very, very clear. So I just wanted to share that with you, a little bit of a quick one today, um, because it excites me. It, it excites me from start to finish. And when I'm having a crappy day, because I'm not gonna lie, nobody's happy all of the time. But when I'm having a crappy day, I simply look back at that small child that has paved the way to the future of my desires. And I feel like just having a little tea party with this tiny little person and saying thank you. Um, And then obviously thank you as I got older. So, if that's not intelligence at its best, then I don't know what you would like to call that, but I just think it's super clever how that happens in our lives, and we don't even realize it's because I'm aware now, and I choose to be aware, and that I see it, I see me, I hear me, and I feel me. That's pretty powerful stuff to me. I'm just going to sit in that space just for a few seconds need some elevator music Mm -hmm -hmm -hmm. so my life is so full right now and only going to get better with overflow there's gonna be stuff going everywhere i'm gonna need a mop and paper towels perhaps you could be the one that can return the favor and bring bring those to me i might need them soon (laughs) anyway thanks heaps for listening i hope that uh guided you somewhere there for a minute um so until next time uh, in the near future when i share with you how i worked out how to get to that space is also very powerful and one worth listening to. Don't forget, bring your jotter. I love jotters. Jotters are the best. Okay, have an awesome day. Toodle.